Joining me right now to talk about this matchup and to recap so far the first two games of the new season is Ross Scott, a senior captain for Rutgers men's lacrosse. Ross, thanks for your time today. Thanks for having me on. Always a pleasure. So, Ross, two games in, 2-0. You beat Lehigh. You beat Stony Brook. You have 11 points already in this season. And last time around on Long Island, three goals, three assists, six total points. You led the offense to that huge win, 16-12. to Take me through your first two weeks of the season, and especially last week uh, versus Stony Brook. Yeah, I think um, with... Uh... You know, kind of a, a newer offense, but with some some new guys sprinkled in, with also some returning guys, it's been uh it's been really interesting and really fun to get to know each other and uh and play with each other. So we've been trying a lot of new things this uh this year. I think um we've been we've been really trying to force ourselves to you know break out of our comfort zone and be be comfortable with trying new things and different ways of offense. And I think it's been working out for us. So we just got to keep getting better and, and getting to know each other. So what's been that turnaround for this offense? Now, two years ago, you had Mitch Bartolo and Ronan Jacoby and a whole bunch of guys really step up in big ways. You, of course, were a key piece of that year with 50 goals back in 2022. Last season, Brian Cameron was still around. Now he's gone. This year, you and Shane Knobloch are at the helm. But you've got Jack A. Moen stepping up in big ways. He has seven goals already on the season in two contests. And Dante Coolis is also stepping up in big ways, has had multiple multi-point games already in these two contests so far. How have you guys been spearheading this offense, but also some of these newcomers? You know, John Sidorski, three goals already in his uh, tenure with Rutgers, and Tanner Krumenacher had a hat-trick on Long Island uh, this past weekend. What is this new offense looking like already with some returning faces, but some new players stepping up already in the first two games of this new season? Yeah, I think the big thing for us has just been, um, you know, finding our comfort zone and and finding what we're good at and how we can complement each other on the field. Um, I think sometimes we, when we weren't at our best last year, we were trying to do things that weren't really in our comfort zone, things we weren't good at, and uh, things that just weren't us. And as we've gone on and, uh, you know, we've been trying a lot of things out with this offense and we're trying to just see, you know, what sticks and what we're comfortable with. So I think that's been the biggest thing. You know, obviously we have more challenges to come and we're going to keep pushing ourselves to trying new things and being more dynamic. Well, you know, what's so intriguing about you during this past couple seasons is that in 2022, David Sprott goes down. You know, this team needed someone to step up in that role. You stepped up in more ways than one. You were the leading scorer during that Final Four campaign. Last season, 25 goals, still one of the leading scorers on this team. So without the guys that I've mentioned a lot already who are not on this roster in 2024, how have you really capitalized in being one of, if not the key offensive contributors again, where, again, some of these new guys are coming in, but they're under your wing. What has made you be the glue guy so far in two games? Um, Yeah, I think, to be honest, it could be really anybody. I think I'm just put into a lot of positions where – you know, I'm, I've been allowed to be successful. So it's really all the guy, the things that the guys are doing around me that make my job a lot easier. You know, I think if anyone else was in my position, they would have, you know, the same amount of points. So it really doesn't matter. It's really just whatever piece of the puzzle fits. I happen to be at the right place at the right time, but um, you know, another game, it could be another guy. So it doesn't really matter, you know, what I'm doing as long as we're all um doing the right things and, and playing the right way. It could be anybody at any time. We're a pretty positionless off offense. So, you know, it just happened to be me the first two games. Next game, it could be anybody else. So 
Um, you know, it's really just about the guys around me doing the right things and, uh, and making my job easier. I've noticed that about you a lot is where, you know, you take charge at times, but you're also humble in the way you, you, you know, approach your season and you approach the way things are going on uh, throughout a campaign. Now, you have been at the real helm so far. How does that kind of tie into this NASCAR-style offense we've been seeing from Rutgers for the past couple seasons? Yeah, I think um, the NASCAR offense is something that, I've been able to have a lot of fun with over my years and, and was something really new to me when I first came here. But, um, you know, it's all about matchups. It's all about our defensive middies coming and getting involved. And, um, you know, we love them getting in on offense. So, you know, if a team doesn't play it right, then we might have defensive middies coming in and getting tons of goals and assists and whatever it is. But it's really just about pushing the pace and making other teams uncomfortable. So I think our teammates have done a really good job of that so far, and we're going to keep trying to get better and uh, and continuing our success with it. Let's talk more about that defense. Again, no Bobby Russo this year, no folks like Jaron G. Felix, of course. You know, a whole bunch of key veterans that were on this roster for several years have moved on to the pros and what have you. Ethan Roll, of course, is one of those guys as well. Take me through this new defense with folks like Ben McKelvey, uh, you know, some others that have really been stepping up in big ways already. Tommy Mendyke was just named a USILA Player of the Week. So take me through the way this new defense has been stepping up without some key veterans who have moved on to some other things. Yeah, I, uh, I've been really proud of these guys. Tommy Mendyke, Ben McKelvey, Connor Udovich, all these guys deserve um, all the success they're getting. They work, they work their tails off, and uh, they're going to continue to do that. And, um, you know, I just I think it's amazing how they've come out there first game against a really tough opponent. Um, and, you know, some of those guys hadn't started a game or played a full game since high school. And they came out there and they shook off the nerves and they they locked in and had a great game. So um, I've just been really proud of those guys. Um, you know, obviously new defense, kind of new way of going about it. So they've been they've been learning new things. Um, playing against a ton of really tough competition, and uh, I'm excited to see where they go next. So they just, they're just going to keep growing and getting better as the season goes on. One guy who I'm sure you're proud of so far is Carden Stoller. And back in 2023, before that season, you told me he was a guy to watch out for well before he even took over the starting job this year. Now, two games in, kind of shaky at first versus Lehigh, but he stood his ground the rest of the way and pulled you guys through for a big opening season win. Last week was even better and stronger. He has two wins in his first two starts as an NCAA goalkeeper. Your thoughts on Carden Stoller and the way he's kicked off his Rutgers campaign? Yeah, um, I don't think it's a surprise to anybody here. Um, we've been seeing him do it for over a year now. So it was only a matter of time till he was able to step up and get in cage and, and make a bunch of huge saves. So, you know, your first two starts going against a lot of teams with some great shooters – Lehigh, Stony Brook, they both have really great finishers, great shooters. And, um, you know, he uh, he made a lot of great saves for us, a lot of key saves and big moments that, you know, help kind of change the way of the game and and stop them kind of dead in their track. So, you know, I'm super proud of Carden. He's one of my roommates. He's uh, he's doing the right thing. So um, I can't wait to see where he goes next and uh, and how he keeps continuing to be a, a vocal leader on the field. 
Well, Ross, that's one thing, you know, once again that I'm noticing here is that you're proud of these guys, new, they've been around for a while, however long they've been with Rutgers. Someone who has been here like yourself for about four or five years now, you take that senior leadership and you just pour yourself into these guys, whether they are newcomers or guys who have been here for one, two, three years, what have you. What makes you so approachable as a senior leader, a senior captain, and someone who is just open to helping these other guys step up like you are? Yeah, I think it's mostly just, um, you know, my experience here. I think um, when you've been here for f- five years now, um, I'm one of the most experienced guys on the on the team now. So um, I was lucky enough to have some fourth and fifth years that helped me get along. So I uh, I need to return that favor and, and give the best to my program that I can. So um, a lot of a lot of ways I want to I want to leave the program better than when I found it. And I just try to do that every single day. But um, yeah, I think it's just letting guys know that I've been th- I've been in their shoes, whether they're freshmen, sophomore, juniors, or even seniors, and um, you know I just I just want to be the best leader that I possibly can to um, you know to to make up for all the leaders that I've had that have been great to me. Ross, last question. This team is two and zero to kick off the year. Again, you've been two and zero for at least a third straight season uh, to kick off new campaigns. Last year you played Army, you lost. Two years ago you played Army, you won. This seems to be sort of a pivotal game early in the year, and you play them again in week three for at least the third straight season. How crucial is this game going to be to show where you guys go really in March and April? Now, again, it's early. It's really early Mm -hmm. in this campaign, but this game seems to play a factor on what happens in the long run. How important is this game to start strong, and how can it be a preview of how far you guys are really looking to go this season? Yeah, Army's uh, always a, a big rivalry game for us that we have circled. So, um, you know, it just being able to uh, deal with the ups and downs of those games, and it's always a, a huge game in our season because, you know, they're just a really tough team and they're a really tough test. So that intensity that you get is something that you find when you play, you know, in, in the Big Tens and, and in tournaments and such. And they bring it and they bring energy, and they're always just a really tough team that's really uh, skilled. So... Um, one of those disciplined teams, one of the most skilled teams, and you know that you're going to get their best no matter what. So it's really just um, just a really good test for us early in the year, every single time against an out-of-conference opponent that just kind of, you know, tells us, you know, where we're at, what we need to uh, improve on, and, uh, you know, how we can be the best versions of ourselves. Well, Rutgers men's lacrosse takes on Army this Saturday at home in Piscataway. Ross Scott last year almost had the game-tying goal to force overtime in West Point one season ago. One year later, he looks to avenge that when the Skull Knights host Army at SHI Stadium this Saturday, 1 p.m., coverage on WRSU. Ross Scott, many thanks and all the best to you this weekend against the Black Knights. Awesome. Thank you, Alex.